0: Just a little over a year following the mass murder of the DeFeo family, the DeFeo residence on Ocean Boulevard would become the dream home for a new family, the Lutzes. With the Amityville home riddled in its gruesome past, one can't help but wonder about the possibility of a residual energy lingering on the property, haunting the ground it was trapped on. But one wouldn't have to wonder for very long before the Lutzes would come forth with their alleged not-so-housewarming stories. After house hunting for what seemed like forever, George and Kathy Lutz finally came across a listing for what they didn't realize at the time was the DeFeo home. They decided to check it out, and while the house was over their original budget of $30,000 to $50,000, they, for some reason, found themselves drawn to the attractive, hip-roofed colonial house with six bedrooms, a heated pool, and a large boathouse on the Amityville River. And despite being informed about the house's murderous past, the Lutzes fell in love with the home, and decided it would be theirs. They purchased it at the bargain price of $80,000 and never once considered the house to be uninhabitable due to its past. But the Lutz's dream home would quickly become one of a nightmare. The events that soon followed would eventually be known to the public through the work of author Jay Anson, who wrote and captured the events in his infamous book, The Amityville Horror. Prior to moving into the house, George Lutz was an active businessman but immediately after moving in, he underwent a sudden personality change, becoming sluggardly, chilled, and cranky. He found himself waking up at 3 15 a.m. every night and was unable to go back to sleep. Come to find out, it was at this time that the DeFeo murders took place.
1: Release for <laughs> Oh. <laughs> fools! sketches, fools! What do you that want, want with, me? with me? This is no Gelfling! Of, of course I'm no, no Gelfling! You putrid lizards. lizards! I'll get my eyes for you! For you. Oh.
0: She was she with was him! With she helped him! Where am
1: Gone! Gelfling, gone. 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 gone! Stupid, got him! You want Delphling? Why
0: not ask me? No! No. Easier to send your crab-brained soldiers! Burn my home!
1: Now, home gone, Delphling gone! Nothing but... (laughs) Oldy mildew, Mother of Mouth, mocks! Dangle and straggle at
0: death! Watch your tongue, Harrigan. We are Lords of the Crystal. Lords? Lords. Not for long! What about the prophecy? That a Delphling will end Skeksis power! (laughs) He'll come, come. make Make you crawl like the worms you are. Find that champion now!
1: Crystal bad fly! Search the land, land. search the water, search the the sky! Fisky, Fisky.
2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy. Today, I've got Charles and New York Patriot on the podcast. How are you guys doing?
3: Awesome. Good to be Good. here.
2: How are you? Oh, man. Now that I have you on the podcast, infinitely better. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are both on the East Already Coast,
1: strong.
4: right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're actually probably like... 45 minutes away from each other. Not oh, even. God. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, probably not even. Yeah, like right now, I'd probably get to him in like 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. Wow. Right Easy.
4: Now- <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like pretty, pretty bugged out. Like, he's probably, besides Billy Ray Valentine, he's probably the closest person to me that I've spoken to now. Well, actually, there yeah. was a listener that I think was like two blocks away from me, and I stopped like, talking to them because I was too close. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What what's the weather like over there right now?
3: Hey, it's a little cold, but not we bad. Should...
2: It's very rainy. Day, uh, I think that was today. It was
3: a little misty and rainy today.
2: So uh, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we were talking before the show, and we were talking about uh, talking about diet as a conspiracy, which I am so down to yes. do. I also would like to know a little bit about both of you guys before we do that. So, uh, Charles, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself?
3: All right. Um, I grew up in New York. Uh, in this very same... Moved to Florida when I was like 23. Studied martial arts for four years. Became a massage therapist. I did that for like 12 years. Uh, I'm married. I have a couple of kids.
1: Just back up to New York.
3: Okay. Well, um and uh, now I'm a security guard. I was I did paralegal work for about 7 years and I've always been into like uh the the self-improvement and spirituality. Um you know, uh read many books um and, and um you know, uh I, I really didn't become a conspiracy theorist <laughs> until 2020, but there were my doubts about nine <laughs> back in and or nine when Saddam Hussein went into Kuwait, uh, I was watching the news with my girlfriend, and and I just had this freaky feeling like there's some, something not right here, and I, that feeling never left me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and we've had many different crazy uh, paranormal experiences, and you know saw lights in the sky a couple of times, and. Just figured we'd get on here and talk about some shit.
2: What uh, martial arts did you study?
3: Uh, uh, my main study was Kenpo. Okay. And uh, my teacher was first in a couple of things, but he was a black belt in Kenpo. And um, we studied like, we did a Aikido, boxing, Muay Thai. And um, we did uh, the Jiu Jitsu. We studied with the Gracies for a, a weekend. Back before, uh, well, right after the UFC won. So okay. we, we were doing kind of mixed martial arts before it was a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a good experience. Really good. We did hardcore, you know, garage, cement floor, getting thrown, shit like that. It was pretty intense.
2: Yeah. You look like Tank I'm Abbott. <laughs> the you beard. Tank a- Remember yeah. Tank Abbott, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. It. I've been Thank doing. You. Yeah, I remember the name for sure. I've been doing Muay Thai, and boxing, off and on for like thirty plus years. I've got a little of Jiu-Jitsu under my belt too, but mm-hmm. Jiu-Jitsu is always a a, a a guaranteed injury for me. I wish I got <laughs> started at that a lot younger, but now I'm pushing fifty. So yeah, yeah. I'm um. in New York. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself there, uh, New York? <laughs> uh, yeah,
4: I'm out in Queens, New York right now. Uh, I've been in New York uh, pretty much my whole life, except I uh, took two years' uh, timeshare in a federal prison. I, I figured I'd try that out and see how that went. I went to, I went to New Jersey for two years and then came back. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> and uh so basically i've been in new york my whole life but um yeah uh, i guess so what i mean why even have a show and all that who i am uh i got into like conspiracies it's funny how like he mentioned you know the you know kuwait and all that stuff because like it was 9-11 that like really kind of like woke me up for the most part thinking something was wrong because of I guess, hearing what happened, like, on the news, like, in my ear throughout the whole day, because where I was had a room. Mm-hmm. And I remember even hearing, like, the story changing about, like, things that happened. I was just like, oh, this is, like, a little weird. What happened to, like, the explosions you talked about, yeah. like, this mm-hmm. morning? Yeah. You know, from the fire department, the NYPD talking about it on the fucking yeah. news. Like, what, what happened? So, like, I was even then, like, realizing, like, something isn't right. But then, like, Even when it came to Kuwait afterwards, stuff with that war and stuff with, like, Saddam, was just like, this guy is in a dirt hole in the ground. Yeah. a lot of stuff just made no sense. and CNN showed up to interview him.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The the military couldn't find the guy, but Don Lemon shows up
1: and finds him. Yeah, what a fucking horse. The Cuck News Network. even another thing. Yeah.
2: They, they can tell us, like, what
4: gases are in the middle of fucking Saturn or Jupiter, but they couldn't find any of them. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. come on. <laughs> so, but uh, I guess that kind of, like, woke up. And I, when I did start getting into conspiracy theories uh, heavily, I just got into the idea that um, – and it was probably because, of, like, the people that I grew up listening to, uh, Jordan Maxwell, Santos Manacci, David I mm-hmm. people like that, uh, mm-hmm.
2: Michael Tesarian – Oh, those oh like yeah, Michael Tassarian. Nobody people talks talk. about him. Michael Tassarian yeah. was is well, definitely he's amazing. He's he yeah. him Mark Passio. These guys Mark are at the top. Yeah, Mark Passio too. Mark Passio is
4: too. Yeah, Mark Passio um, amazing. All those. Yeah, I remember. Fuck, I think, I think I remember him possibly being on Project Camelot once. That's I think how so. Long ago, so. Um, but besides that, so like I, I all those people that I just mentioned that I was into, they're all going to get into occultism. I mean, some of them are plainly just not occultism. Mm-hmm. So I, I truly believe that that was something, uh, you know, I truly buy into that and believe that magic existed. There was some kind of secret science or something to do with like magic. And, uh, I figured like I started to heavily get into stuff like that and conspiracies. And then I was, I just, for me, at one point, I was just like, you know, I don't even know if, like, these stories about, like, who started what is even true. Yeah. And me, like, spending, like, years of like, watching all these shows and trying to figure out who started what and what's doing what, I was like, I still don't know what any of this shit is. Like, I don't know what magic is. I was like, well, maybe I should actually start studying magic. And uh, I started getting into that and was kind of interested. Um, I wasn't totally, fully a, a Crowley fan. I uh, probably would have been more of like uh, interested in the Golden Dawn. But um, as far as I knew, there was no Golden Dawn lodges in, uh, mm. at all. Or a, if they were, they weren't like on the website. So they weren't like you know, deemed like as affiliation. With them. Mm. So uh, I, the only thing that was available was the OTO and that was like Crowley's order. And I was like, uh, all right, fuck it. I'll go anyway. You know, I'm pretty sure I'll learn some stuff. Stayed for a bunch of years and then eventually left and just realized it wasn't for me. And I thought the place was just kind of almost a up in itself, or maybe it got that way. And uh, when I left and stopped like practicing, I kind of started turning on the TV again instead of like reading magic books and doing rituals and meditating all day. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. besides my free time, that's yeah. you know kind of highly what I focused on was like practicing magic and then like. Maybe watching some bullshit TV with my wife like late at night. That was like my whole life. I get up in the morning, I do rituals, meditation, all that shit. Um before I even went to work. Once I stopped kind of doing that, I put the TV on and started paying attention to like more bullshit, the news. Hmm. And I was like, yo, this shit is all magic. Yep. I was like, What the fuck?
2: Yeah.
1: Sound yo that shit really freaked me the fuck
4: out
2: repetition yo that's i was like no i can't look
4: at anything without it like i was like yo this is odd yeah. and i was like yo it was did always this bad to deny not notice now until i like fully engulfed myself into this stuff and i was like yo shit is fucked up when it comes yeah. to this and i was like i'm gonna get it. like I, it's, I had people telling me like relatives my brother and my uh my sister-in-law People told me, you know, uh, you should like, you know, because they kind of listen to podcasts, like you should do a podcast or something, or, you know, record yourself and put it out there and tell your story. And eventually uh, I started to do that. And here I am two years later,
2: set up and I'm still
3: doing it. Nice. And you doing know. it well.
2: So you thank you. To- I'm trying. I'm happy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> thank you 9-11 was my freaking red pill moment i mean i just knew instantly it was a lot of hours we're all the same age that's what uh, but i'm talking about before the documentaries i'm talking about the day of when i seen george
1: bush yeah it's when i read the, the children. news i, like I didn't him.
2: know what see see everybody's like oh yeah you know about the shit that he was saying i was like i didn't know shit that george bush was saying i didn't know he was holding the book upside down i didn't know none of that that's all i saw wild, was right. a president reading the children and four planes hijacked so i was like oh they're trying to set this guy up like he's the noble heroic president and that there's all these evil terrorists meanwhile Mm -hmm. we've never had a plane hijacked i just from the moment i seen it seen it as like a hollywood setup and psychological warfare and i remember Mm -hmm. arguing with my family and then i remember a couple days later them saying like oh we found their passports in the rubble i was like there's no way and people bought it and then like Four months, five, six Yo, months. Yo, I even later. thought of
4: that too when I was. That's what oh, I'm saying. It was like, there was like three oh, weird was like like little
1: law. things. Yeah.
3: Such bullshit. I
4: so, remember the first. I mean, I hate to say it not to sound fucked up, but I remember when I heard the first one hit. You know, I'm working, so all I heard was that. And like, honestly, I remember, in my. I still remember it. My first thought was that motherfucker had to get shit based. Yeah. Like, I was thinking like it was like a drunk pilot hit a fucking building or something. Like, I wasn't even thinking. Uh, and then when I heard this whole like story I was like wow okay <laughs> I don't know it was like
3: this just doesn't seem to make sense. What? Charles did you see it were you there live or anything? No, I was I was living in Florida at the time and I believe I was off on Tuesdays so I woke up and put the TV on and the first tower had been hit. And I remember calling my mom cuz she was up here and I was like what's going on and she's like I don't know you know I'm just watching the news so I had my son. He was th- three at the time, and I was like trying to put him in the other room with cartoons on, and I was trying to watch this. And all of a sudden, like another plane hit, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is there's no fucking way. like, yeah. you know, this is just." That's what
4: I said too. I was like, "All right, I can
3: see one. What the fuck just?" Yeah, two, and then they were like, they started. Oh, it's terrorists, the terrorists, and then the, the Pentagon, and the other one in the field, ninety-three in the field, ninety-three. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. So,
2: so you know, so recently I had heard after this Ohio train thing mm,
1: yeah.
2: that uh, they had all these you know surveyors for toxicity levels come out to Ground Zero when mm. 9/11 happened, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the air quality's fine; you don't have to worry." And I didn't know this till recently, but the air quality was horrific out there. Yeah. I mean, it makes yeah. sense, but I didn't I didn't think about it till. I heard it about this Ohio thing and it's just like, and so, and then they said, oh yeah, these guys knew it was bad and they told everybody that it was okay. And I'm like, well, yeah, they're going to do that with Ohio. Oh, I know they're people
4: on from
1: going out there.
3: Yeah. My You're friend was there I'm I'm for a couple of months. Okay. He had uh, a yeah, sure. uh, thyroid yeah. cancer he wound up with, you know? Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got some form of cancer that ended up getting sick that I, that yeah. did get sick that I knew that went out there. Yeah, it was like I, I wonder was in like kind of a town if... that was like uh, heavily with the fire department. that was like a big fire department town. big fire department town, sounds. yeah. And uh, a lot of people ran out there and a lot of people. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's sad, sad actually.
3: Yeah. Very, very sad.
2: So Charles, once don't you but... uh, break down a little bit about the uh, dietary conspiracy and then me and New York can chime in. I know a lot right. about that as well. Cool. So.
3: You guys ever heard of the Minnesota starvation experiment? No, no. Uh-huh. First, to get my background, I was always heavy, and my mom always had me on a diet. So I've been put on diet since I'm like six, seven years old, and it was like torture for me. You know, it was like really, you know, it took its toll after a while. So in 2018, I met someone online, and she did this intuitive eating um, coaching. So she wanted to coach me she you know took care of me 3 months and i eventually came and realized like i've been pretty much sold a bill of goods my whole life and it all started to make sense so the diet industry is pretty much the only industry that could sell you a product and if it doesn't work it's your fault your fault not theirs right <laughs>
1: that's, that's, yeah. that's,
3: that's okay. so fucking true you know why because it's all based on Restriction or elimination of things from your diet. So when you do that, of course your brain wants to fucking keep you alive. So if I said, "Hey, Jeremy, don't look, don't listen, uh, don't think about green monkeys. Don't think about green monkeys. All you can do is think about green monkeys." Exactly. So when you say, "I'm not going to eat pasta, I'm not going to eat starch, I'm not going to eat bread," all you want to do is eat it. Besides, your brain is designed to keep you alive. You know, so it's a survival thing with food. Anyway, so they did this Minnesota starvation experiment in 1944. Um, they were trying to figure out uh, as a multinational, you know, force that, you know, is going to be stuck with a lot of starving people in the European data. They want to see what what the effects of starvation have on people and how they can help them or refeed them. So they they wanted to do this experiment. Uh, the doctor in charge, his name was uh, Ansel Keys. Um, and he was the guy who put together uh, K-rations, you know, for the Army. Yeah. K for Keys, for his name. Okay. And in 1958 or 59, he did a study on heart health. And he was the guy who fudged all the numbers. So uh, the heart I mean, industry. The fats. The fats are bad. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yep. So he's the guy who they, he kind of like was owned by, I guess, the military industrial complex or somebody. So he, he, you know, made them-
2: Fellers, probably. Yeah,
3: yeah. So uh, <laughs> anyway, they decided to do this experiment for a year. Um, they got uh, the subjects from a pool of like 400 people. Uh, they were conscientious objectors. They didn't want to take part in the war war, but they would do something home to see, you know, to help fit the war, to help us. So they did extensive tests on these men. They're college-age men, you know, young guys. They they only picked 36 out of 400. These guys passed psychological tests. They passed physical tests. Everything. So they picked the top of the top. No,
4: yo, you know what's funny, yo, real yeah. quick. If you know, I'm sorry, to interrupt. Go. It's just that no, we're no. talking about this. It, it made me think. I I started to type it in because it just sounds like something the Kellogg's would have done actually yes. they're pretty fucking screwed up. Mm-hmm. And you were literally talking about now you're talking about the 36 volunteer subjects or something like that. Yeah. Just
1: now. Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I'm looking I literally it is showing it now and it's even saying that something from I see now I will find this I find this weird. Uh 15 15 were members of the historic peace churches which was Mennonites, Church of the Brethren mm-hmm. and Quakers. Uh-huh. and then some of these people are also like disciples of christ like they're like i hate to say it, but it's like almost like cults
2: so ah, so get this and mm. i'm sure this goes along with Stuff what you're with saying me. new york i hate to say mm. it. there was a guy that was the cornflakes conspiracy i forget his name but cornflakes were invented to lower testosterone because the guy was like oh a religious fanatic. Yeah. yeah religious fanatic he wanted to lower the testosterone of men so that we would lose our sex drives. He, he thought, you know, masturbation <laughs> and all this stuff was evil. And so yeah. flakes were created to destroy our testosterone.
4: He circumcised himself with no painkiller, so he wouldn't have sex with his wife.
2: Are you talking so, about Kinsey? You hear the Arant- Urantia book? That couldn't
3: be Kinsey. Kinsey book? was a pedophile. Yeah, he's a
2: pedophile.
3: have you? I have, you I have heard of this? I have the Urantia book. I have it, but I, I just never really read it.
4: You know who's involved with that? Kellogg's Urantia. Kellogg's it's, niece and her husband, and the guy that they that was channeling are the ones who are involved
3: with that shit. That's uh, that's, yeah, that's, I learned that, I that from your show. Kellogg. That's crazy. What's your so? Yo,
4: Sleepy time T is your Urantia cult.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sleepy times. What is your <laughs> it's oh, called okay. the book yeah. of Urantia. It's like uh it has something to do with like it's 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 about Jesus Christ. Okay, but I, I don't know if what it's agnosticism. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I mean, it's all. And
4: the thing is, it, what is weird too is that some people will misread it and say it's actually almost like uh, white supremacist. Hmm. Uh, and, but the thing is too it's like you you almost can't tell because the problem is with the kellogg's too is that they're eugenists. yeah yeah they even had the betterment foundation it's because it's they the, believe you go, that you the eugenics eugenics. Be
3: it's all tied together yeah it's
4: everything is tied together. they had that uh that kellogg's he had like i forgot the name of it It was basically like a a huge, well-known spa that people were going to, like a medical spa. And he had all this high-tech shit. And like the Seventh-day Adventists are the ones that gave him that
2: fucking place. You're not talking about like Echelon or anything, are you?
3: The Echelon Institute.
2: That's in California.
3: That's Um, in California. California. I think California
2: was – Kellogg's was mid The reason reason I know know so much about this is
4: that I just covered the Orantia. Uh, call them the hush hush guys, and we ended up coming across Kellogg's, and we were like, "Yo, we gotta fucking cover them now." Know so much about them. I'm surprised people don't like. Him. He, they literally seem like the Fauci
2: from back then. Where was no Kellogg's, Kellogg's wow. from? Where was Kellogg's from? New York. Battle
3: Creek, Michigan.
1: Okay. Battle Creek, Michigan.
2: So, so I was in Minnesota this last. It was Battle year. Creek Sanitarium that they took over. Yeah. So they were probably testing out cornflakes on the patients in the sanitarium and, and testing out their T levels to find out. They anything. were
4: giving it to them prior. The guy who ran the sanatorium actually did not want to sell the Kellogg's cornflakes. He was giving it to the mm. people that were coming there for free.
1: His preferred
4: wanted to sell it, added a little bit of sugar to it, and then fucking sold it. Wow. Changed it a tiny bit. Mm. They actually went to court back and Crazy. But the crazier one was the one with the sanitarium who was actually giving it out for free. As if like, it's all just a play anyway. But, sure. I mean, they had, yeah, it was called the Battle Creek Sanitarium. It was a seven-day Adventist place beforehand. I mean, this guy was doing wow. hydrotherapy, uh, all sorts of weird stuff to people, like even keeping them in shit for like days. And you were only getting out of it uh, to go to the bathroom. The, mm-hmm. Like weird, the, the weirdest type of stuff. He had tanning beds back then pretty much before they had tanning beds.
1: Yeah, wow. Shit. Probably vitamin crazy play To
4: that, that story, that sanitarium, you'd be blown away about what the Kelloggs were involved in.
2: What episode
4: yeah, like, was yo, that on? It's almost impossible not to eat something of theirs. What episode
2: was No that? matter what eye you probably go down, there's a possibility of grabbing something that's made by them. What what episode was that on? Not New just Syria. New, New York. What episode?
4: Was uh the Arancia is coming out. The is coming out. Uh, that I, I touched slightly on Kellogg's with a little bit. That comes out, I think, uh, the second week of March. Unfortunately.
2: Okay.
1: It's, it's that's, exactly. a, that's that's, a,
4: that's,
2: that's
1: a because there uh, was, a, it, was a, a, it.
2: it was two
4: other shows involved and they're they're in charge of one. Of three. Mm. Cool.
3: Okay.
2: Charles, yeah. Charles, give us All a quick right. a quick recap on what you were talking about with yeah. the thirty six yeah, guys, yeah, thirty six yeah. chambers so, of yeah.
3: woo. <laughs> so they they took these men for one year. The first three months, uh, they fed them two hundred calories. The second six months, the next 30, six months, 3,200
2: calories a month.
3: Yes. No, a day. Oh, a day. Okay. A day. Yeah, they fed them that. Then the next six months, they cut them down to like 1,550 calories a day. But what were they feeding them? That's important too. They were feeding them, yes. They were feeding them kind of like a bland food. They were feeding them pasta, potatoes, rutabagas, like uh, very little meat. Low nutrient-dense foods. Low nutrient, yes. Yes. So they were not only suffering because they were underfed. They were like malnutritioned almost. So through the course of the six months – it's, the, the, you know, the highlight is they started acting weird. They were getting antisocial. They were getting uh, uh, angry. They okay. started collecting cookbooks. they started eating really weird. Yeah. These are 23, 24 year old men in 1944 collecting cookbooks. Okay. They were, um, <laughs> they, they lost their sex drive. Some of them had relationships that fizzled. Um, and they were, they had to walk 22 miles a week also, along with, uh, you know, going along in their regular life, you know, they were working and doing whatever, but this was a year long test. This was, yeah. The, year, uh, the goal was make each uh, subject lose 25% of their body weight. So uh, I think the average was just, uh, just below that 24.7%. So. After the six months, they put them back on a refeed. Some of them got uh, two thousand calories or something like that a day, or twenty two hundred. And then the other part, uh, the other uh, subjects got like thirty two hundred calories back up to the regular. But there were men refeed, uh, refeed. whatever they whatever they wanted, like their normal food. Whatever, okay. Yes, yes. Um, Some of the men. Uh, went to the, um, the the soda shops in town and and drank like 30 milkshakes and threw up on the bus on the way home uh, well, <laughs> there was another guy who who was chopping wood and he chopped three of his fingers off of his hand okay and he he admitted at the time that he didn't even know what he was doing and like 30 years later 40 years later he said you know I don't even know if i did it on purpose or not i just still don't know how it happened but these people were like seriously stressed out so they refed and it turned out like years later the subjects were never really they they were never really like quite they were affected by the experience in in other words you know um and Dr. Keyes he was the, the one good thing about him he was meticulous with all his notes and everything the whole study was like 1800 pages you know long um and he but he said the the bottom line is this he would never do that type of study again because it was it, he was quoted as saying it was like cruel and unusual so if you think about what people eat today and when they're on diets they're pretty much eating the lower calorie range of those fifteen, sixteen hundred 1,600 calories, most women would probably eat less. And my belief is they knew that this was
1: not... Real. Charles, you broke up. We, we, we lost you at You Knew. Oh Can you hear him, New York? But to me, they
2: propagated
3: it. Did
2: did, did he... Hold on, Charles. New York, did you... Did, did, did he, did he chop up for you two? Yes. Okay, so you yeah. said the bottom
3: line is that they knew they knew what? They knew they knew that it was cruel to restrict people in that manner. But I think that uh, like we all believe that there there's multifaceted ways to try and control the population try Absolutely. and you know, that in the population. It, and, and if you notice it, it became more popular every decade you know, the 60s, like the late 50s, and they grew. All right,
1: you're
2: breaking up again.
1: For
3: a while, but...
2: What? Did, is your... is oh, you, Do you have, like, are, do you, are you having a bad internet connection, Charles? Uh,
3: I, I'm not catching anything on my computer. That's it. Um, I don't have the router in my room yet, but can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you so yeah the 60s so the, 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 the 60s decades yeah, the 70s there was a bunch of different new diets and then the 80s you had the low fat mm-hmm. low carb fat um you know and, and every year every generation you know was influenced by it because their parents were on it too like i know my, my mom she was not a uh you know outright eating disorder but i know she she flirted a little bit with bulimia Mm -hmm. and she was very diet conscious in her younger days because i've spoken to some of her friends and they help you know they've said some things to me you know not to go into it but i I know she kind of like was part of that diet culture even though you know she didn't realize it do you remember what, what her diet was like I mean,
2: what did she, she have pretty much? What what did she have you eating? How about that?
3: Oh, well, you know, my doctor, my doctor, my pediatrician would tell her, you know, no sugar, no soda, no starch, you know, no pasta, no bread, you know, stuff like that. So she would, you know, put me on that. And, uh, you know, we would have like shakes like these, like, I, I think they were called Alba 77 or something like that on you used to mix it a water and, a, and ice and a, and a you know uh they call it the mixer and you know it was just like shit you know like yeah. you know when you're a kid even if you're chubby you're still growing you know like yeah. i remember my son when he was like 10 11 he had a little donut but the kid is 6'4 now 230 pounds solid muscle you know, kids need to grow, and your body needs that little uh, tank of little calories to help it get past, you know, in, in, through stages. But my mom didn't really think that way. So,
2: so, so um, the, the, the phenomena of dietary restriction and control, hmm. like even if you, like, watch Robin Hood, Like in the movie Robin Hood, at the beginning, you know, Robin Hood and his men are hunting a deer and then the sheriff in Nottingham sees it and he says, you know, the penalty for killing a royal deer, the Mm. penalty is death because they didn't want the peasants eating lean muscle meat or wild game. They wanted a weak population to control They they know the fats affect our brains. They know, you know, the bones Mm. affect our bones, you know, all the organs affect our organs. And Mm. um, so... It's like Monsanto and all this, you know, Atkins and all these dietary things. It's not like a new phenomenon, like you said. I think they knew. No, these motherfuckers have known for thousands of years. Uh, so I've I've gone oh, yeah. through, I've gone through plant based, vegan, vegetarian, primal, paleo, uh, blood type, and the the diet that I'm on now is by far the best diet I've ever been on. I've so, I couldn't get above one forty for years. I'm at one fifty mm-hmm. now, but i I mm-hmm. talked to New York when I was in the middle of a nine day water fast. We did uh, a yeah. did the uh I watched your sure show Tanksers podcast
1: that's mm-hmm.
2: and um so i I got down to like one hundred and twenty four pounds or something, Oof. and then within like three Man. weeks, I was up to like one fifty maybe maybe it was more like a month. but I've mm-hmm. only been eating like lots of fruit. Lots of meat, a little bit of vegetables, and very, very minimal. Like every once in a while, I might have bread on a cheeseburger or something, and -hmm. and a little bit of like raw dairy, you know what I mean? So, my diet is basically like what they were eating, what people were eating 2,000 years ago, and it's the best I've felt so far. And, dude, I'm talking about I've been obsessed with diet for the last 11, 12 years.
3: Mm -hmm. So Do you, um, so you, you don't have any kind of other behaviors like binging or purging or, you know, anything like that. So when,
2: when, when I was eating, like, so I cut out nuts and seeds, I cut out a lot of the vegetables, like the the leafy greens. Every once in a while, I might have like a raw, like a fresh juice or something, but that's, even that's really rare. Like Mm. mostly I eat sweet potatoes. If I eat vegetables, zucchini, butternut squash. Avocados, I eat a ton of avocados mm -hmm. back in the day before I did this fast. Yeah, I was binging on like, um, you know, like fucking protein pups and granola and all you know, you know, all this shit. That
1: Mm -hmm.
2: now looking back, like, and it what's crazy about this diet is, is I've stuck to it like religiously, like, I'm following it like 90 95 percent, dude. How long? Um, now it's what shit how long ago was that me we work three months ago four months ago yeah yeah i'd say about that long. uh i think At since november yeah it was mm. in november and so i've been on this diet since then and it's not hard to follow dude i'm like literally eating like what a fucking primate or a caveman would be
3: eating mm.
2: it's not hard it's, it's like i don't even have cravings for granola and nuts and shit anymore
3: did you start doing this because you would solve like you know your weight body weight problem or no i, I no. just i felt just did it for like health inflammation
2: everywhere i felt like my, mm-hmm. my digestive tract was all jacked up like mm-hmm. i've always been pretty physically active but I, mm-hmm. I had no fucking energy i had all kinds of mucus and phlegm mm-hmm. My 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 shits were always soft Mm. And that's another thing that changed my sleeping and my shits. The shits are solid, and I sleep better now. And I don't mm. have as much mucus. I still have a little bit of mucus, but not like yeah. I used to. And I think that mucus is from the fucking chemtrails and the shit they're putting in our water. I don't think it has anything to do with the food that we're
3: eating. Bro, I wa- I started watching the uh, Dane Wigington uh, documentary on chemtrails today. <laughs> You got to check that out that. It was, it's amazing i will I'll, I'll drop it in uh yeah I'll, I'll send it to you later um but you know if if you don't have a history of you know i mean i say the diet is a gateway to eating disorders it's like a gateway drug to eating disorders because you know diet
2: as a kid too hey no sodas for him no sugars mm-hmm. like all kinds of shit i was the same yeah. thing for me
3: yeah so as long as you feel that that is sustainable and you're not going to, you know, because for me, I know, like every time I was on a diet, it was like whatever it was, three months, six months, lose, lose a bunch of weight. And then I was like, oh, I'm done. You know, like I lost a bunch of weight. I I, I don't have to do this anymore. And then it comes back. Well, because all you, it did was fuck your metabolism up. Yeah. And it, restrict, it restricted me. So sooner or later, you're, you're going to break. You know, you know what I'm saying. sooner or later, you're going to go out and you're going to fucking eat pizza or go for a cheeseburger or something because that's because that's what you are New York. No, because that's what that's what you that's yeah. like that's the way restriction works. So I did once, uh,
1: 2017. I ate
3: nothing but potatoes for Charles, set from that was horrific i went from eating only potatoes okay
1: for how long Ah, oh, you're breaking oh. up buddy
3: and i i just uh you know i couldn't understand why i was gaining weight again because long, i thought i was fixed because i was on the potatoes so they had so to do like an elimination that's when i met the the intuitive eating coach and that's when I got, I don't know, I, I want to say I got fixed. You know, I'm, I'm still, uh, I've been doing it for five years, studying myself, studying the programs, you know, reading the books. And um, I, I can honestly say right now I'm in the best place that I've been in my whole life. And as a byproduct of that, I have lost weight, but it never was. You know, it, what? it just goes to show, you know, that if you don't have a good relationship with food, and if you cra- you cave to, you know, diet culture and, and diets and rules, um, you know, you you you're not going to have peace with food, and you're not going to have peace in your own mind. So I agree with you 100%. guys there.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're here. Can you, you
1: hear us? me? Yes. Hello, Charles. Hey. Charles. Charles. How are we doing?
4: How are we doing out there? Yeah, I think that
3: Edit this part out, huh? Uh,
2: Well, I might edit it out. <laughs> no, I might edit guys. it out for the... Yeah, I'll definitely try and edit it out as best as I can. but uh, So... Uh, cool.
3: well, uh, I'm not sure if cool. I should be talking or not. Um, you
1: guys
2: oh, didn't man. tell me you would he leave. Oh, he played. he played does he place the, I like, I just muted him briefly because, uh, you can't hear New York. Have you had any like dietary problems or have you like messed around with anything like that? Uh, you know, in the past,
4: when I did get heavily into, uh, taking care of myself better than I am now. Um, for me, I probably believe it or not, I probably did more of like what you did. I just ate more meat, more uh vegetables, I mean uh, more fruit instead of like actual like fake sugar shit. Yeah. Um it just like it kind of like cut out a lot of uh I was never big on vegetables. <laughs> so I cut a lot of that out and most like carbs and I yeah. actually probably felt the best and looked the best in the best shape. You uh, know, and naturally, naturally too. I wasn't even like taking juice or right. Uh, I was working out. I was. Uh, that was probably like actually. I'm 45 now. That was probably like, I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe, maybe a little bit less. And hey, Charles, how old but, are you? Uh, I don't think you can hear us. I did uh, text him. Well, I messaged him. a little more.
2: And so you said that was about 10 years ago.
4: Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe like seven thing. but yeah and like uh i definitely like you even said uh definitely saw a better sleep shit <laughs> you mentioned before believe it or not that's a good way to tell actually how fucked up you are sometimes it's, it's yeah. not silly but depending on, on what's going on down there you can
1: tell if your body's not eating right because <laughs> when you're eating right you'll notice there's a huge difference <laughs> yeah
2: absolutely Damn, man freaking uh what well, what's crazy was is and I even was like,
4: with the sleep too i
2: noticed better sleep. you're all right i got better sleep as well eating better what's crazy is i i noticed too like before the fast like just i was just so like sluggish and low energy i could barely work out at all at that point it was like i was only going like twice a week oh. and i was like but like In the past, I, you know, three, five, usually five times a week, I was like fucking boxing and kickboxing or doing weights or, you know, might even, I was physical almost every single day, but like going to like religious workouts, like, you know, three, four, five times a week regularly. But now it's been like four times a week and I'm like working for like two,
1: 90 minutes, two hours at a time. Now it's crazy, really. Yeah, man, that's a lot of fucking cheese. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Charles, you back? back. Yeah, sorry. Charles, how old are you? I'm uh, 55.
2: Hey, you you look good, dude. I thought you were our age. Thank you. Oh, I thought you were like our age, a young wretch yeah right. i was like, yes. Charles was like all right charlie you don't look that bad hey it's all that martial arts bro yeah
3: the meditation Yo, you know, like,
2: what was another funny funny the thing that you mentioned before key. jeremy I, I meant to say
4: this before uh i even got into i don't know i don't know maybe because like it it actually has a taste to it kind of. I got into like neither sweet potatoes or butternut squash. I would use a lot of butternut squash for uh I would cube it up and actually season it and maybe add a little bit of olive oil and it would almost be like tater tot, believe it or not. Mm. So good.
1: Yeah.
3: You know,
2: I, it's really good, good for your digestion, digestion too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 I, I used butternut squash and sweet potato a lot. Actually. Native Americans were uh you know big on the squash. They yeah. they ate corn. What are they called? The three sisters. My corn Corn, squash, and uh, something else—I don't know, I think they called the three sisters—but that, that was a staple.
4: I had somebody on my show once that said that back in the, you know, supposedly back in the day, like before even crops started getting genetically manipulated, mm. um, that like corn actually was a somewhat of a decent substance for protein. Now it has not. Yeah, it was, it was they were saying mine. that originally back in the day, corn actually was like worth eating. You
1: know, yeah.
4: it actually yeah. has something. Yeah. You know, in yeah. and that you're even saying like the food back then, like actually would have even sustained your body better. Yeah, than yeah. it doesn't. Like, so many, so many yeah. fruits and vegetables are worthless because of the way it's changed.
3: Yeah, I was like, Man, yeah, I totally believe that.
2: Yeah, they've GMOed oh. corn to the point now where it's like there's really what do you get from it? Sugar. I mean, like even like look when you when when you eat corn and yeah, it's delicious. You take a shit your body won't even digest the corn yeah it comes out dude yeah and and, and so well, like, were these all these tribes of people living off this shit back in the day well back in the day it like, was like, you know, just, free it gmo
4: was, it probably was different <laughs> yeah, free yeah. GMO,
2: clean yeah, oxygen too. clean <laughs> water mm-hmm. perfect soil you know like yeah. the guys, i talk to people about this i'm like all you know, that makes, makes a difference They talk about the smallpox epidemic and things like that. And I'm like, okay, I'm not saying that Indians wouldn't have gotten sick. But what you did to a lot of these Indians was, is you, you murdered their family members in front of them. You took them from their homeland. You starved them. Mm -hmm. They were sleep deprived. You destroyed their immune system. Yeah. And then they died of smallpox. Now it's like, um, It's like polio, right? Another virus. Yeah. You know what? Polio was probably killing people at certain phases in this country's, you know, who knows what fucking diet they had people on. But I doubt if you had somebody on healthy fats, healthy proteins, healthy carbs, healthy sugars, that they Mm would have fucking died of polio. Yeah, I got sick or maybe my freaking, I fucked my right ankle up or something like that. But what happens is, is we keep finding out about all these famines, and and, and they're tampered like Kellogg's and shit. Yeah, was this whole fucking town on Kellogg's. that got fucking polio? Like, what are the like? I want to know their diet. I want to know mm-hmm. uh, who's promoting these diets, because yeah. I, as far as I'm concerned, knowing what I know about nature and natural law, if you're eating optimally, your immune system is going to be high,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? But if you're killing people in front of you know killing family members in front of people and you're feeding them shit foods or you're not feeding them at all now fasting is good fasting is really good and fasting can can completely recapitulate your immune system right but again if you're freaking keeping somebody on like you said this shit kellogg's diet for a year straight they're gonna have Mm. mental problems
1: yeah yep
2: oh man
3: (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's um <laughs> that was the Minnesota starvation experiment. I think it was the basis of a lot of of their devices uh, going forward. You know,
2: well, even now, look at the egg thing. The egg mm-hmm. thing. they're If you, I know you guys have heard about the eggs, sure. Eggs are supposed to have a protein in it that helps
1: yeah. IgY virus. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. There's even something that's in eggs that's like highly. Uh, Used, I think, like to help the liver, and it? like it does something to help, no. like anybody. Else. It's a superfood,
3: really. I mean,
4: or like, hey, the delivered liver you or something like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. I eat, I eat a bunch of eggs every week. So,
2: are you still oh, active, yeah. Charles?
3: Um, I mean, I'm somewhat active at my job. I do, you know, some walking and whatever, but I don't really do anything anymore. Um, no more
2: martial arts.
3: No, I, uh, uh, you know, w- w- with my past, even if I fast too much, it throws me back into, like, binging. So I have to be really yeah. careful, you know. I, I just recently, like, towards the holidays and in January, did some fasting and intermittent fasting. I said, oh, maybe let me, let me see uh, how I feel. And, like, you know, the end of January, I was, I was catching myself uh, binging a little bit, not, not, not bad, but like going towards my older ways. So I said, you know what? I can't, I can't do that right now. I have to like stay the course and, um, you know, not do anything too drastic right now. So, so,
2: you know, like what, when I did that nine day water fast, literally mm-hmm. for like three weeks after dude, I must've, this is no bullshit. I must've been eating like a pound to two pounds of grapes a day, a fucking rack of bananas a day a whole chicken and like five eggs every day for like, mm. like binge eating like a fucking linebacker <laughs> for like three weeks after that yeah. nine day fast. The thing is, is I also think like, I don't think anything's wrong with pastas uh, necessarily. I'll tell you what I do think is wrong is that we don't sprout the grains and the shit that they're putting in, in these genetically modified wheat. Yeah. That's what's giving people celiacs yeah. and seizures and fucking people up yeah. and fucking our guts up you gotta, and shit like it, that.
3: You gotta get the pasta from like Italy,
1: Bam.
2: you know?
3: Yeah, that's heirloom pasta. The fucking wheat there is pristine, and they fucking make it the the right way. But well, I, I've and tried, a lot of you know, their
2: waters, their waters are going through uh, stone uh, like, pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we have lead and
3: fucking just horrible yeah uh, it's just it's it's sad it's really sad that you know we're, we're at this point in history where we should be like fucking a million miles away from here you know we should be like you know, we should be leading the world in like every different facet you could think of, and now we're just got this fucking vegetable in chief in charge. So, which so, is another story. So,
2: so you know, so you know are, what you know was. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna Go ask ahead. you, like, like uh, with uh, like everything that's happening, and I'm sure you've thought about this. Maybe you and me have even talked about this. The way everything is ran in this fucking country. It's so ass backwards, but like, think about like, if these people could do it the right, all these psychopaths, if they did it the right way, they could still be wealthy pieces of shit Mm -hmm. and (laughs) like (laughs) everything would be infinitely
4: better.
1: Yeah,
3: Yeah.
4: You know what I mean? It's like, that's the crazy thing,
2: actually. Like you, you could still be better and you'll still be loaded. Yeah. You, Hey. People like me are like, hey, I don't give you. You want to be a wealthy billionaire piece of shit? Go ahead and do it. Just, hey, let me eat healthy. Let me drink water. I'll ignore you. Do what you want. Just don't fuck with my food. Don't fuck with my workouts. Don't fuck Mm -hmm. with my family. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They
2: could do it the right way and still live like scumbags. For whatever reason, it's not good enough. We got to torture all the peasants.
3: You know what they say. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So it's fucked up, so have you guys ever had like you know any kind of paranormal experiences? New York, take uh, it away
1: yeah.
4: yeah, uh yeah, my when I was younger growing up, uh I mean from experiences in my house and even like stuff that my parents have told me, I had always believed that that house there was something something in there, mm-hmm. some shit. Uh, my mom's. There was multiple times where my mom and my dad had to just, like seen like shadows going down the hall. Uh, my mom had at one point thought like the cat was rubbing against the leg, and she looked down and there was a cat there. <laughs> uh, and like my, you know, even my father had said that like things you know seemed to like move around sometimes or just end up where he didn't you know, think they were left. Uh, at one point. I mean, and I, I always like felt like even in the basement, I always felt like something was down there.
3: <laughs> like, it was just like mm-hmm. weird. And it's like, you go up the stairs real quick. Right? <laughs> I think everybody gets that feeling in that basement. Yeah, <laughs> Like when and, you're a kid. Uh,
4: yeah. And when I got honor- older, uh, I, my dad ended up like kind of turning it into an apartment almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we're going to have one of our, like my grandfather was maybe possibly thinking about moving in and then changed his mind. So there's an apartment downstairs and he's like, well, you might as well just go down there and take that if you want. Always using it. You know, mm-hmm. you can leave the bedroom.
2: My down there. Home, and i Amityville.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, yeah, there was one night in the basement and this was like years after the fact already, or at least, uh, at least two years ago. uh. So like, you know, I didn't think anything of it, you know, weird shit in the house or anything. And there was one night when uh, I was like, kind of like laying in bed and I thought I was hearing footsteps coming down the stairs and I'm assuming it's like my father and I'm just, like, just here, like, I'm about to get my like, ass beat. <laughs> <or something. laughs> Nothing. No, not even that. Just like probably talking nonsense. You know and I'm like? I'm fucking laying down. <laughs> you know and I'm like? It's fucking late. What the fuck? Um, and I, so I heard the steps come down, but then like nobody showed up and I'm like, oh, all right, maybe I didn't. hear that. So, and then I heard it like I thought I heard it again. I was just like, yo, what the fuck? I was like, this guy isn't like fucking with me, is he? You know, because I saw the wizard like that, but I was like, hmm. my mom would be more like that to like troll someone. Believe it yeah. or not, my mom. I probably get that from my mother. Uh, my father really wasn't too much like that. I mean, he was funny, but not that funny. Because uh, that would have been hilarious. If he actually was <laughs> fucking with me. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe when I was a kid, I would have been like, you're an asshole. But like now at my age, i are like, that's a fucking awesome dad. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't him fucking with me. I ended up going upstairs and waking his ass up being like, yo, are you fucking coming downstairs? And he's Whoa. like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm he's like, what are you, fucking, going to some shit? And I was like, fuck, I'm like
1: You're
3: like, yeah.
4: <laughs> and I'm like, no, actually, I wasn't. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> and now he thinks, like, maybe I am or some shit. So I just go back downstairs. And I started hearing it again.
3: Oh, man.
4: And then, like, then I started hearing, now this is, like, the weird part. Like, after the stairs, the stairs was like... I don't know what the fuck that was made out of, but it wasn't carpet. Uh, Eventually, at one point, get into like the apartment. Now, like then, you do hit carpet. Mm. So I could hear like this walk of like someone's feet slapping the stairs, and then all of a sudden, I would hear as of like the carpet was getting pushed. And I'm like, "Yo,
1: oh shit!" Like there's nothing down there.
4: I mean, it was dark anyway. I ended up had like pretty much everything off, but I mean, like. I could faintly see a little bit, where I could tell, like I don't think there's actually anything down. Hmm. Like I could visually see there's nothing mm-hmm.
1: there this place, right? Now. Wow.
4: You know, and like and then it kind of like started, you know, getting closer to the bed, and then stopped. I was like, oh. hmm. and then I started hearing the stairs again, Ugh. coming across the fucking carpet. Oh man! And then getting bed, and then stopping, and then like starting from the carpet, no more stairs. Getting close to the bed and then like stopping, I was just like, Yo, this is insane. And then to top it off, I don't even know. I I'm gonna be totally honest with you, I don't know if I passed out from just being fucking bugged up. Fuck so out. yeah. But like the only thing I do remember that that it ends up getting worse now. But I end up just like that's all I remember, and then I like the next day I wake up like, yo, what the fuck was that? But like I started hearing my bed was in the corner of a room. So the end of my bed and my side of my bed over here to my left was exposed to the carpet. I hear the steps, the carpet, and now sound, sounding like something's clawing around my bed. Oh, man. Like something's scraping the fucking carpet around my bed. I'm hearing walking down the stairs, hearing walking on the carpet, and now like everything going on at once. Oh, and I was shit. just like, yo, this, I was like, fucking bugged out because i was like i know for there's nothing in this fucking room but yet i'm hearing this as if it's fucking real i to shit my pants <laughs> dude i was like yo i was waiting for something to like pull the blanket off and just like fuck with me and how long but did that shit. happen for how long how many years that had been to have been? gone on for probably like a, a, all the everything going on at once I mean, I had to have been awake for a few minutes before I just remember waking up. And, like, um, and I know geez, it wasn't a dream because I was like, "Fucking, that was, was, your it, was your How long was that? I, I mean, it definitely wasn't a dream because my father even asked me, what the fuck was up with you waking me up? You know what I'm saying? So like none of that home? was a dream. <laughs> how long was the house hot? I mean, my father had assumed it was even from like moving in. And, and like, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but like where I grew up out on Long Island, it was all Indian names and it was supposed to be been Indian burial ground. All over the island. So I, I, yeah. have two, I have two theories. That was always been the
2: story for back yeah. then. Yeah. Oh, everything's haunted around here because Indians. I, I have two theories with, with all of that stuff. So what I think is, is um, there's either, yes, so three. Okay, so we have <laughs> burial grounds that have been desecrated and agitated and disrespected. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, also, I believe that, uh, you know, deaths in specific houses, uh, you know, horrific deaths, traumatic deaths, uh, potentially even, you know, I died at home on my sleep deaths or whatever. Sure, that too. But the third one, is I think that if people are fucking with Ouija boards or calling in spirits and oh, shit yeah. like that, um, and, yeah. and that you're just, cause for me, I'm like, okay, well you just fucking opened a doorway. portal. <laughs> you, you welcomed, you know, a cling- God knows you, what, yeah. you know, spiritual Klingons into your home. Like you yeah. opened the door to that. Right. Yeah. And like I knew people that like fucked with like, I never fucked with a I knew Me neither. People, I never played that Bloody Mary I game. I never, I never fucked with. Oh, I did that. I didn't do because I was. I a, used to like drive to areas that supposedly
4: had haunted bitches hanging out in the streets and shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, As a man, kid, I'll like do, we went
4: to places. Like, we'll do anything for this. the pussy. <laughs> no it wasn't even that sometimes it was sometimes just a bunch of dudes and flashlights going into like an abandoned house by the lake
2: like, we do some shit like that as kids At New York Patriots Friday night you're feeling lonely man I'm about to conjure some pussy <laughs> right get the Ouija board out <laughs>
4: No, but you ever hear like those stories? It's like, oh, you drive past this one area and there's this lady out there, like still crying about a child or some shit, you know, yeah. where they yeah. died on that fucking yeah. lost the husband, you know, some, you know, so we'd like drive and be like, oh, let's see if she's down the
3: road tonight. You no, know. did you? Did you ever go to that uh, that house out on the island, that witch house? Did you ever, did you ever hear that? It was a, a fucking house. I don't know if it was like Amityville or Massapequa, but oh, there was the
4: a Amityville horror house.
3: No, 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 no. This was totally in a neighborhood. Oh. Normal looking house, all black. Black windows, yeah. black oh, We, we went in the backyard. We went in the backyard that had a pool, black water in the
0: pool. Wow.
3: And yeah, like red, I think oh. there was red candles in the window. Like it was. It was on the I island. It might have been Massapequa. I think it was Massapequa. Yeah, yeah it was. That was crazy. Yeah.
4: Because what's just, what's just interesting is because not saying that they're that. I don't remember it uh, mm. enough, but I do think there is a temple of Satan in Massapequa. Oh, dude,
2: they're everywhere. The
4: church. Yeah. yeah. It's well, crazy. Yeah, I was just surprised oh, there was one out there.
1: Yeah.
4: Because I did come across that when I was trying to find secret societies. Ah. Oh.
2: I was like, oh, wow, they got that out there. I never would have guessed. Yeah. But you were, you're right. They're everywhere. Charles, so yeah. it's funny you brought up like paranormal things because nobody ever asked me that. Yeah. Like to I forget whose podcast it was on. Somebody asked me recently if I'd ever had a paranormal experience. And I was like, holy fuck, I did have a paranormal experience. But literally like three nights ago, yeah. hanging out with a female friend. And we were uh, oh. we were fooling around, and uh, it's at nighttime. We had rented a cabin up and up in these like mountains, and like the neighbor was like 200 feet away. There's a few neighbors around us, but it was like a, like a nice, you know, two story cabin up in the oh, nice. mountains in Arizona, Pine mm. Arizona. Mm. And we're we're doing our thing, and all of a sudden we hear, ding 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 ding, and I'm talking about it's like. Eleven at night,
3: banging on your door.
2: Window. It sounded like oh, somebody banging on oh, the Oh shit! Oh, fuck! Not oh, in the room that we were in, but from the living room. Right?
3: Okay. Whoa! And
2: That's so like the, door, like is bat, the, the door is the door is like. Up, glass. Back. I'm like, and like, I'm like in there, and I'm like, okay, like I know um, I'm a good lover, but like I don't think we're making that much noise, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, and I know, and I know that freaking. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so the window in the the door way the the front door was like a big window, right? So I was like, oh shit! One of the neighbors is knocking on the front door. So I jump up, throw my sweatpants on, and I go out there. There's nobody there. I go out. I look all around. It's literally like eleven o'clock at night. There's nobody anywhere. Oh shit! And me and her are just like it was just like
3: you got to get the history of that cabin.
2: Hey, dude, and I've only and I can only think of like one other paranormal experience that happened to me when I was a child besides this. And sure, it could have been a neighbor fucking with us, but mm-hmm. the, the houses were so far apart. And it was late at night, and there's snow on the ground, yeah. and it just—it yeah. doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not—I'm not somebody that has paranormal experiences.
3: Well, we had one uh, in Florida. Um, my wife would walk the dog, and she would leave her uh, her little sandals by the front door. So they were always there, uh, and she would always just kick them off. Like if this is the door, she would kick them off like to the side. So one day we wake up in the morning and the sandals are in front of the door and they're facing. So she was like, what the fuck? So I was like, I don't know. So at that point we had went to this psychic medium, not because of that, but we just t- told them what happened. And he, he told her that that was her father trying to get in the house. And he told her just to tell him and it happened a couple of times. And he told her just to tell him you don't want him in the house and uh you know, you just wish him peace. And she did that and he never did it again. So that was pretty wild. Um one time she woke up, it was Halloween. It was the night of Halloween, and she woke up in the middle of the night, like two o'clock in the morning, and something made her get out of the bed and go to the window. And she looked out the window and there was a light body, just a light shaped body, um, right next to the tree that was right there in front of our window. And she told it to go away and it went away. So it wasn't an ominous
1: light
2: body.
3: It wasn't ominous. No, she didn't feel like it was bad, but it was just made of light in a shape of a body. And, uh, it's pretty, pretty crazy. But, uh, I myself personally never had like. Uh, I was so mad at her that she didn't wake me up to show me the the fucking ghost outside <laughs> the window. I was like, "Why didn't you wake me up? I'm your husband. I'm here to protect Jones. you." She's like, "Nah."
1: <laughs> Same shit. Yeah,
3: he went. It went away. She's like, "It went away," so I didn't bother you. Yeah, <laughs> get the curly and, the curly and. Uh, camera out but uh, i i have, i didn't have like a paranormal experience but uh i used to when i was first a massage therapist for a couple of years i, I started doing uh reiki classes yeah reiki. you know so i was like you know just feeling it out in the beginning and i kind of like half believed it half didn't but we would go into one of the massage rooms and there would be like four, five, six people around the table. One person would get on it and, you know, we would work on them and try and feel the energy field and everything. So it was my turn. I get on the table on my back. And there was one girl in the class. She was pretty, was like really supposed to be really good. So I went down and she went to my head. She sat down at my head and she put her hands on my head. And I got a shock that went right from the top of my head, went through my body and came out at these two points in my liver on the right side of my body. I know it was my liver. It came out and I, it was so powerful. I jumped, I like convulsed. And I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah. She, she said an energy channel cleared. And I was like, wow, that was painful, but you know, crazy." at the same time. So I I went and I looked in the uh, Chinese meridian chart and there is two points. Yeah, there's two liver that are acupuncture points, which is the two points that this energy shot out of. I didn't see it, but I felt it as sure as I'm here right now. It was crazy, crazy. I
2: I had a uh, a friend of mine. He did he used to do Reiki energy work, and it was right around the time I had gotten into meditation about twelve years ago, thirteen years ago. Mm. It was in Los Angeles, and uh, you know he wanted to get a tattoo, and I was like, all right, I'll trade you a tattoo for some Reiki sessions. And so uh, I was like, I've never done this, but hey, I believe in energy work, sure, mm. right. And I remember I was like laying on his table and I'm not a crier. No. I don't like, you know, like I've been to fucking prison. I grew up in bad neighborhoods. My dad beat my ass and I'm not crying about it. Like some fucking bitch ass liberal. I'm mm. just saying, I'm not like a, you know, a, I don't cry a lot. Right. I, I'm a Capricorn. <clears throat> We're known for having a hard time expressing our emotions and it's fucking true. Uh, and so uh, I lay on this dude's table and he's working on me for like, Thirty minutes, dude. Not even touching. Yeah, just in your this thing with in this your energy field. Yeah. dude. I broke down and cried for like probably twenty minutes, like like a fucking Whoa. baby. Could can't wow. even explain it. Yeah, it happens. I felt amazing no. afterwards too, and I cleared a lot of about, shit. I wish I could cry more because I know that's why I have liver issues now because the liver. It represents anger, but it yeah. also is the filter. It, it, it's one of our filters, mm. and and everything in the physical world goes into the esoteric world. Mm. So if it's a physical filtration system, it's a spiritual and emotional filtration system, and
1: yeah. it's one
2: of the few things. And it's like, it doesn't matter what kind of diet I'm on, mm. you know, I just get liver problems. So
1: mm.
2: Represent Reiki, New York.
1: Uh, I've had it done Energetic
4: today. healing or anything like that? Uh, the Reiki I've gotten, uh, done, uh, twice. Then I had it remotely done twice. Um, which I actually, honestly, I mean, I, I hate to sound like woo-woo and silly about it, but the remote one, I actually swear, like, it did actually get something out of it.
3: It works. It's pretty impressive. It does.
4: Yeah. Uh... Yeah, no, I believed it. Like, I actually, like, felt like there was, like, water running, like, around my stomach. I had no idea where this person was. They told me after the fact. Because they were like, I really don't want to, like, don't want you to, like, us to influence each other. And I want to see if, you know, you really felt anything. And uh, I told them, I said that, uh, I forgot what they had said. They said, oh, no, me. They're like, well. Alright, I, I was over by your stomach area. You seem to have had an issue down there. I was like, yo, it literally felt like I had water flowing. It was so fucking weird it was pretty wild so yeah. I was like damn that should," you know and that was remote too and I was like damn that's pretty fucking you
1: know
4: it's pretty wild but uh, that's about as far as I've gone like I've I've had Reiki had done, like I said twice I think like twice uh, it, was supposed to finish, you know, whatever. it was like some place out actually out in uh, Long Island believe it or not there was a place out in I think Mastic or Shirley it was like some recreation center where they were offering like these people were coming in and offering to do it for free
1: Wow.
4: wow. And like someone was like, yo, have you ever tried break before? And I was like, no, oh. I was like, I heard of it. He's like, yo, there's some shit going on out in fucking like out, out east. They're like, for free. They're like, you want to check it out? And I was like, yo, I was like, and like, I was like, what is that again? And he's like, yo, that's where really like they think that they could do you sure sh- and shit. I was like, fuck it, let's go. You know, really wasn't hmm. even into it. It just seemed really interesting. I mean, I was like, fuck it, I just got to sit there. Okay. Yeah. So what's the game yeah.
1: yeah. It just seemed
4: weird. You know? <laughs> So I went and I, you know, the people were nice as shit. They didn't ask for anything. They just sat you down and they just like, and it really actually like, wasn't like anything like from like, OA type weird like all this crazy shit, you know, it was like really, they're just like kind of like focusing and like, uh, it wasn't like outlandish, like weird to me. Like hmm. they seemed really nice. And I was like, Oh that's interesting. And I actually pretty felt pretty good. And I was like, Maybe there's something up with that. You know, the people seemed pretty fucking calm and nice, and you know, they didn't look like they were stressed out about the world, and they were doing it for free. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, when you think about it, me anything like come join some cult? Nothing. It's just like, all right, have a good day, and that was it. I was like, oh, that was fucking
1: wild. All right,
3: and hands on since the beginning. So, the
1: weird about it, right? Well,
2: like if like we even like I was talking to my mom earlier today and I was saying how, you know, I believe that with everything that's happening now on the planet, um, there's a lot of us that have different powers that have different insights that whether we know it or not, it's Mm -hmm. conscious or subconscious is we're tapping into our cellular memory. It's just you know it's in the heart of our DNA. Our DNA is was created, you know, by by the Most High, Mm. and and time is linear. It's it's non linear in the spirit world. So it's created, and so it's still that imprint is still within us, and that you know a lot of us that are in various stages of awakening or are awakened, we have different talents. Like I, I say, like like there's people that I know that speak with angels or that can talk to you know spirits that's never been my fucking thing i'm like i don't want nothing to do with that i'm that's not my world i ain't trying to fuck with that shit i do believe in it that's why i don't fuck with it but i'm not saying that it's bad i'm not saying that it's good i, I believe that some do it for good and some do it for bad but like like new york uh you and me are clearly like we exercise our mind muscle a lot right oh, you man. and me are like we go back in history and the occult, and we're like we're trying to decipher, mm-hmm. you know, like shit, you know, secret societies and, mm-hmm. and you know uh, trying to, trying to lace. through the ages. That can actually brain <laughs> it can, but that's yes, like it's one of great. that's like one of our superpowers, right? And and Charles, you're like I want to get into diet, and what we're doing is is we we we're, we're, we're going through the the ancient uh, through our cellular memory and we're remembering uh w- which i believe was a time when humanity at least the majority of it was united and crafting these mm-hmm. you know insane architectural yeah. things yeah. and at that point we were tapped in with diet and communicating with angels mm-hmm. and you know knowing purity of symbology and sacred geometry and true magic mm-hmm. and you know kinetics and things like that and yeah but right now with everything that's fucking happening motherfuckers like us are it's it's coming back to us yeah society has been asleep for a while like think about yeah. every boomer we know oh. right hey we were yeah. hippies we did our work that's it now we speak, yeah. now we believe in the government
3: yeah exactly <laughs> they were and against I, the I'm establishment
2: like, oh, so now they're all for it what'd you say new york
1: you know yeah
4: that's what blows my mind is like I, I went to school with a lot of kids. I, or maybe it was just a lot of the people that I hung out with in general. You know, a lot of us, I mean, we, we weren't like troublemakers of bad, but we were like fuck the police and fuck the government, you know, to an extent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We weren't. You know, we didn't trust them. Not that they were like out to get us per se, but we just didn't trust them that much. And it's like, you know, we, we were like that and like, you know, listening to fucking, you know, Metallica Master of Puppets. You know, raging against the fucking cyst machine. And now you got motherfuckers with masks on their face that I went to school with and getting fucking jabbed. I'm like, what the fuck happened from, like, 20 years ago, dude?
3: That's another... Remember,
4: like, when we used to be, like, defiant against that stuff? And now all of a sudden, I guess at our age, we just totally are 360, 180. A total 180 from where we were then. Mm. I just didn't understand that. I was like, uh, it was just so weird to me how people that were one way... uh, Twenty years ago was like totally the person they were talking shit about. Yeah,
2: like that only can be done with liberal minds
3: <laughs> and a lot wow. of a lot of MK Ultra.
2: Have you guys seen yeah. the Dark Crystal?
3: What yes. is that a movie?
2: That is a bugged out old movie. So yes, that, that is Dark a cult of Crystal. shit. So check this out, Wait. New York. This is this is right up your alley. So. uh. The Gelflings are us. The 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 gnomes, the little the little people that sit in front of the crystal and get hypnotized. That's the NPCs in most of society, right? <laughs> the Skeksis are like the Skepsis are like the royal family, and today I had a thought yes. on it. I was like, or the Skeksis represent the Anunnaki, which I still believer alive and well and living in the center of the earth because the Skeksis lived in the center of the earth wow right and the the Anunnaki's you know there is a lot of things there's a lot of
4: stuff that does go around that idea I have been noticing more and more lately it's just done in different ways but there is a lot of things where it has that idea of something
1: underneath still coming up
3: yeah and the domes.
4: So many, so many different yes. ways in movies and
1: shows. Yeah, and I
4: was like, that isn't. Into- I mean, even look at like Clash of the. I mean, the what was it the Titans or whatever? Um, of course, you know, those guys that were like locked, were in that queue. locked in that cube, locked in that cube. Then there was just something recently, uh, one of the movies uh, by Marvel, like two years ago. I forgot. It wasn't a, a huge one by them, but the whole idea was that there was these gods that were uh, underneath that were going to come out. And the superheroes were going to stop them from happening, but they couldn't influence humanity that much. Same story (laughs) as I was just saying with the other movie. Then I saw something like this recently on Netflix where it was like uh, they were like sacrificing people to these gods like below the earth. Absolutely. They didn't (laughs) sacrifice, I think, the right people in a certain amount of time. They'd rise up and just like destroy the earth. So I was like, yo, I've heard of like these stories like just done in so many different ways. It's like I'm almost starting to pay a like, mind to it now. So, yeah. At first I was a little off. I'll be honest, I was a little off on those types of ideas and theories. But I'm like, there has to be something
2: to it if I'm seeing it in movies and television. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. every, yeah.
2: every ancient civilization, from the Mesoamerican Indians to the Greeks, the Romans, the Vikings. Yeah, they all
4: have that idea as a people living in
2: the ground. North American yeah. Indians... Uh,
3: um, Mesopotamian,
2: Egyptians, yes, Mesopotamian, all of them. Back to the Sumerians and Babylonians, mm-hmm. they all. Oh believed, yeah, you can even go and find like the things that they've dug too. Yes, they all believed in giants. Pitched, they all believed in giants that were our creator. The Jews called mm-hmm. them the Elohim, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The Bible, the Bibles called them the Nephilim and the Raphaim. Mm-hmm. There were, there were giants in those days. Mm-hmm. And what I, this is my own personal opinion, uh, just based off of a lot of different researches, is I think these motherfuckers uh, were living in the world at a time when the skies above us were different, when the sun wasn't as as strong as it is now. Remember remember the black sun, New York? Black sun, the cube of Saturn. Remember that Saturn was the sun oh, at first? it was the dark sun right so if it was the dark sun that meant that you know certain people flourished under that sun well when the sun got bright they had to go underground because Mm -hmm. the sun was fucking them up but i think these motherfuckers are hundreds of years old just like you know ancient times Mm -hmm. they've got it it, they got like you said the dumbs charles Mm -hmm. they've got it hooked up underground which is why the nazis were in fucking antarctica fucking around in new Schwabenland yeah Klaus Schwabenland yeah and they were in contact with these motherfuckers dude I think technology dude I don't think that that there was ever a time in history where the elites didn't have technology even if they were even in medieval times I think these motherfuckers had lasers and and, and iPhones and all that shit bro Mm. and that's how they've been reigning for so long or that's how they took back over From the golden age, which I believe was a spiritual age where, you know, humanity was united. Mm. Um, But, dude, that's what I think is going on now, bro, is these motherfuckers, they're making their move. They've been reigning from underground. And uh, all the royalty and the presidents, these guys are descendants of these motherfuckers. The blue bloods.
3: Yeah. They say all the presidents were uh, related.
1: Somebody. One yeah. way or another, it's
3: like they end up. Mm. it's very true.
2: So, what, what's what's uh, we'll wrap this up? So, New York, what what's what's on the agenda? You got anything you want to talk about before we cut out any new um, discoveries? Uh, not really. Uh, I guess. I mean, I'll plug something I
4: just dropped recently that I think is kind of of an importance with things that are going on. Uh, I did drop uh, weather patents, you know weather modification
3: oh, patents. That was a good um, show.
4: Um, and then next week I have another show coming out that's uh, experiments done on citizens.
3: Uh, mm. uh, that's
4: like a whole other topic. But the thing is, like, it, what I what I want to try to get at is like separately. I did those just so I didn't have to worry about like bullshit censorship or anything. But like, if you put those two together, thinking about things we've seen in the sky recently, I, yes. I am. Starting to question if those balloons were actually weather modification to create the atmosphere for the chemicals that we've been given to go up, mm. travel, and drop back down. Yes, rain. Mm. And I think I think if you listen to those two shows, you will easily see how that's not a far stretch, especially if there's some way to track the weather patterns of those
1: balloons. Yeah, yeah, it was something very, like, was very
4: uh, kind of show that, that we. Well, that we went from compressed tanks to, like, fucking just using technology. So, like, what we could have been looking at literally could have been a weather modification. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because now we don't need pressurized tanks. We, we just
2: need shit to send out signals. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we could have been looking at. It looked like a fucking antenna. <laughs> well, that's the way a lot of the satellites are. Then you got Elon Musk's Starlink up in the sky and, like, who knows what... Is is there holographic technology hooked to that Starlink, or is there weather manipulation hooked to the, the Starlink? Or
4: that's uh, so even another thing that I was saying too. I was like, yo, if that if it doesn't matter to me, even if it was China, let's we'll, we'll go with the bullshit story. Let's say that was China. Regardless, whatever the fuck is up up in the sky, if it's using the internet or something to relay, uh, you know, information, odds are it's being used through Starlink anyway. Oh,
1: of
3: course. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. He's supplying the shit to all he, that shit out there.
3: Yeah, everything's on Stalling. You know what
4: I'm saying? Like they're using him regardless.
3: Yeah.
4: And everybody thinks he's like Mr. Perfect. That's Wait, what I thought was the biggest joke. If that was real, you, people don't realize the only reason it's a threat is because Elon Musk is allowing the fucking information to go where it's going.
2: If China was <laughs> stealing shit, it's because Elon Musk is allowing it. Yeah. Well... What's amazing is how, you know, we're supposed to have all this advanced technology and science and trust the experts, but it, it almost seems like everything the experts are now putting out is just infinitely worse than it was 50 60 years ago it's like well we had one polio vaccine now you got to take 20 vaccines it's like you know you know we we our diets and you know the science is so much more advanced on health but you know everybody's sick everybody's
3: sick and on medication
2: you know college and universities are so incredible and the intellects are so smart but nobody can get a fucking job with their degrees it's like the entire system is like it's like in science, they can't, all they do is take L's. They, they can't get anything mm-hmm. right. It's like yeah. from all their, their their theories on gravity to the, the, the Big Bang to everything about science, all they do is take L's. Like, like, hey, Ohio train chemical spill, thanks science. Uh, Monsanto, uh, thanks science. Uh, failed vaccines, Thanks, science. Uh, mm-hmm. Fucked up cars. Thanks, science. Fucked up everything. Thanks, science. You guys don't do shit right. There's not – I can't – like, what What do they do right?
3: Nothing. Nah, I've heard you say it. Like, what, name one thing in the last hundred years that, you know, made us better, made everything better. Nothing.
2: Nothing. It's Nothing. only gotten worse. And, and it's under this scientific – you know, pseudo intellectual veil of this, these technocratic.
3: Yeah. It's all a bullshit game that they put out there. It's all just a bullshit game. Uh, that, you know, that to uh, just fool the masses. People like us don't buy it, but the fucking masses are just eat that shit up with a spoon. You know? Can you. Can you give us, like, a, is there anything
2: that you have off the top of your head right now, Nick, that, like, you could drop on us about, like, some of this stuff that was in your podcast?
4: Uh, Off the top of my mind, like, all right, I, I even started covering weather patents that started. You mean talking about what I just mentioned? Just yeah, about, the weather stuff. Or something. Okay, all right, yeah. weather stuff. Uh, I know for me, the one in the 18, by the 1890s. Uh, early 1900s they already had patents to uh, make rain and clouds Mm -hmm. um one of the last ones that i uh that was like kind of old it was i think the 1950s that i covered too was uh back then they were even saying in a patent that they were able to make it uh rain in places that maybe you wanted it or make it snow and hail in places that you wouldn't want it like they Mm -hmm. were even explaining the patent could be used to like for good things and to screw shit up Mm -hmm. Like it's literally saying that in the fucking patent. One of the patents that I covered, the person who witnessed the signature has a Freemason symbol on their tombstone now. So I found that interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Somebody who witnessed one of them, one of of the people who witnessed one of them, also uh, came up with a patent for chlorobenzene. Uh, So I thought that was weird. Like a hazardous chemical. Person who's also. it was hazardous. I don't remember exactly what it was. What it does, but it wasn't like the best for you.
3: And it's just like you know that's. Yeah, well, benzene is carcinogenic.
4: You spin it, the other ones. Uh, this this is the this is the uh, the stuff that started to get weird. And I was gonna say like, I was even gonna say mention this. You know, talking about people being so fucking crafty and shit, and like these people, you know, pulling fucking the wool over people's eyes. And one of the patents that they were talking about, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, my co-host was covering it. I don't want to screw it up, but pretty sure what the, what the patent was even saying is that gas would be released in the air, which you really can't see gas.
2: I mean, you could gas. maybe in the air. You know, you can see. But you know what I'm getting at? You yeah. Notice. If, you, if a stove gets left on, it could kill the whole house. No, no. I'm talking about outside, like out in the, out in the air. They no, no, I know. I know what you're top. saying. You can't see it. Yeah. It's, it's like you, you don't yeah, you know what's yeah, yeah. happening. And next thing you know, you're, everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah, okay,
4: right. But they're <laughs> dropping that as a—they're using gas as a conduit to relay information. Wow. Okay. I was like, that is fucking insane. So like, that's they didn't now you'll be transmitting shit up into this stuff using a gas to do it. Like, you won't see anything. It's literally just signals being sent into something that you still can't see. That then's gonna tell something else to do something. I was like, yo, that is just fucking insane. So, with all the shit that's like, been you would never like, see that that happened. You would just actually look natural, probably.
1: Yeah.
2: With, well, with, not to with, us. With all <laughs> the chemical spills, with all the chemical spills, and and people think that, oh, it's Ohio. It just started a couple of weeks ago. No, there's some shit that happened in Hawaii. It's been happening all over the country mm-hmm. for like months now. And then all you got to do is like, dude, the weather this year, it's raining everywhere. So I was like, okay, so the plan was we're going to have all these chemical disasters all over the country, and then we're just going to make it rain down on people, and they're going to have all these ailments, and they're just not going to know, well, how did this happen? I got a fucking tumor, like, you know? Yeah, hmm. well, the plan was we're going to release all this toxic shit into the atmosphere, and it's going to rain down on you.
3: Yeah. My friend told me to take D the D3K2, D3K2 vitamin. K two. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah I,
2: know. <laughs> I have some of that.
3: Yeah,
1: said vitamin D three
2: and K yeah. two. K mm-hmm. two. It's an inhibitor to. Uh, it's like turmeric and black pepper. How they they help each other.
3: Yeah, yes yeah. that helps anyone?
2: Well, uh, Charles, you got anything you want to finish on?
3: Um, I, no. I mean, I'm I'm just trying to uh, you know start my coaching business, helping people who uh, went through what I've been through and, um, you know, hopefully we can reverse
2: dietary stuff.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like the intuitive eating stuff and, um, just uh, going through uh, a course right now to, uh, you know, for the marketing of the course and everything like that. So hopefully within like a month or so i will be, you know, I'll be advertising and, um, getting customers, getting clients helping people and um that's about it really right now when's your birthday charles i'm um, uh, april 18th um, no i'm i i'm aries oh you're aries that's right you're yeah. aries In you right on the cusp,
2: right nick
4: yeah yeah i'm actually pretty close to that
2: Really <laughs> oh, nice, that's why you guys look so much alike, yeah.
3: <laughs> and we're from New York,
2: uh, yeah. You know, he's my New York twin. Yeah. Uh, we're, going to get a, we're gonna go get a hoagie and a freaking uh, Philly cheesesteak. Oh, we call them guests, we call them heroes. Oh, uh, yeah, you guys call them heroes, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> you go to Pennsylvania, they call them wedges. I was like, What the fuck's a yeah.
3: wedge, <laughs> well,
2: dude? I'm gonna hopefully yeah. New York. Be back out. I'm going to, I'm going to be leaving. I'm in Arizona right now. I'm heading back towards the south. I mean, it's going to be a long two, three month trip all the way over there. Mm-hmm. But I really want to fucking meet up and freaking, I've never been to the East Coast. I've been to, in country, really? I've been to New uh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've never been to New York. Oh, I've okay. never been to DC. Make it here, let me know. Yeah, I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be in
4: uh, close to Nashville in uh, May. I might be anywhere near there. I might be. What are you gonna be doing out there? I'll be out there for like two days. Well, what are you gonna be doing out there? Um, my my wife has a thing that she's she is um like a medical biller for plastic surgery. Okay. And they have like all these certificates you have to fucking keep up. Mm-hmm. So like she's going out there and like they're paying for her to stand fucking insanely ridiculous place i was just saying I'm really for this. uh and so like she's able to go and they're giving her a hotel and she's got it for like four days but i think two of the days <laughs> she has to go to class and from the other was like the weekend and we we're gonna stay the weekend they were already paying for her flight and the hotel room. so all i nice. had to do was just pay for my wow. flight back
1: and forth hmm.
4: i was like fuck it i'll go and while you're You've in classes, to Tennessee, before? i'm gonna go to uh no, I'm going to go to the Parthenon, the something. They have like a, their own version of that there, and I think there was a couple of historical uh, graveyards that I thought. I Nashville's out, awesome. I dude. was going to try to go and sightsee and and film and maybe even document some crazy shit if I see some architecture or whatever. Dude,
2: while there, I, was I thought in I might the- make a few days of it. While I was in Minnesota, I went through a historical gravesite. I think I told you about all that, all the crazy shit I saw in the graveyards, all the headstones. Yes, and yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: One of the reasons why I'm doing that.
2: Do that, bro. <laughs> do not sleep on that opportunity. I, and if you sleep I on forgot, it, I'll no, do it no, you told you. me about that, and I thought about. It.
1: Yeah,
4: and I was like, yo, he found a lot of weird shit at fucking gravesites. <laughs> names and just the architecture, and I was like, I gotta. I was like, I bet you there's something up with like if you were to old gravesites. I was like, I wonder if you'd start
2: seeing like a lot of the same old names. Yes. Like that's why I want to see what you come up with. Cause yeah, I wanted like, to do that while it. I was there, but it, I spaced on it and, uh, I won't, I won't make that same mistake next time. <laughs> but, uh, if you guys cool. want to plug yourselves, go right ahead.
3: I'm um, on Instagram, Charles Larosa, Charles underscore Larosa. Um. And I'm on Facebook too, but I barely ever use Facebook anymore. But that's the best way to get in touch with me. Yeah.
2: Well, I'll put you down on the on, on in the uh, in the notes.
3: Cool, thanks. New
4: York. Uh, at the, Yes, I have the NY Patriot Show. I have the mm-hmm. Old Rejects. I co-host the Spiritual Gangsters. All those are on YouTube. We've been all major podcasts and uh, bit shoot. So. Are you getting flagged? There on- we go, and I have one link I can give you for that, for all, all that. Awesome. And, and are you getting
2: flagged on YouTube to- at all? You know what? I kind
4: of changed up my, I guess, my verbiage to do okay. it, uh, cool. and I think the people that listen to me understand the things that I'm getting at. Just for me, like if if, a, if it's something that I want to make sure that hits YouTube, yeah. and I normally don't censor myself, but like sometimes if there are certain things I want to try to get out there, I will just. I'll explain that this is all theorizing. And if I'm using any news clips or stuff from there, I'll throw up a, a, a disclaimer saying I'm allowed to use it for educational purposes. Mm. And since then, I have not had a spray. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, I've not had there. one problem just doing those two little things. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you could believe it or not, I've watched some shows that say some outlandish shit, but they always follow it up as just – that's my opinion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you never get on, there, start screaming things, is that's a problem, which I still disagree with. I still think that's censorship. Absolutely. But regardless, like there is ways, I think, of kind of beating the system if you want to try.
1: Yes. Yeah.
4: And I want to try to be one opposing voice still on that platform. So sometimes <laughs> I'll, I'll try to work magic on it.
2: Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. And, uh, but in the past, I would get hammered. Hmm. It is my fourth channel, by the way. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on and kick an ass and thank you uh, we're gonna have to do it again yeah definitely of course you know I had a good time it was a good chat yeah course, definitely mind
1: body spirit love healing truth we out